hello there. Thank you for joining us again on The Basic and The Brain. For those of you who may have missed us the last few weeks, we're Alina and Maddie, aka The Basic and The Brain, and we're here to bring Botox and Bravo to the fucking table for your next dinner party. Yeah, I mean, think of it as us bringing basic bitch topics into the intellectual sphere. So grab yourself a glass of wine, or White Claw, or whatever hard seltzer, alcoholic drink of preference, (laughs) and join us for this week's episode. So other than, you know, um, existential dread and overall depression, um, I, interestingly enough, A, was craving watermelon um, and B, forced Pierre to be my chauffeur to take me to Trader Joe's to buy said watermelon. Um, And when we were driving back, I saw this couple tandem biking. And mind you, where I live and like where Trader Joe's is, it is not really biker friendly. Um, so a, it was just, it, it, the scene didn't fit the environment, number one. And number two, I haven't really seen a tandem bike in like years. Um, and then I was like kind of looking over at Pierre and I was like, would you tandem bike with me? And he kind of looked back at me and he was like, are you crazy? And I was like, maybe I am. Um, and then I was like, I actually don't know if I would even be into tandem biking. Uh, would you, would you and Mark be into tandem biking? So Mark and I have tried to tan a bike. <laughs> um, first of all, I love a bike. I do. Um, but no, so one of my one of my best friends, Morgan, she lives in Florida and her and her husband and her parents, like they all tan a bikes. They have multiple tan bikes like at their home. And so when we went to Florida, we were like, cool, we're all going to, you know, ride bikes wherever we were going. And yeah. they tandem bike because Morgan is a princess. Yes, I called you that. And I know that you know that anyway, so I don't care. Um, She is a princess and she like doesn't want to bike herself anywhere. Mm. So her husband does all the work basically um, on the bike ride. But like how does that happen? So like she just puts her feet there and then just lets him do all of the resistance and she just casually with her feet or does she like, there's no place for you to really put your feet other than on the pedals, right? When you're, if I had to bet, yes, that's exactly what happens because she rides in like heels and shit. So, um, but (laughs) they were like, cool. Like, do you and Mark want to try a tandem bike? And we're like, of course we do. So, Mark and I got on the tandem bike, and let's just say (laughs) it did not go well. Um, (laughs) We could not get our stride. We were we almost fucking crashed into like a tree, a car. It just I I don't know. The crazy thing is, is that then Clay got on the uh bike with him, and they rode fine. So Mark and I ended up taking our own separate bikes. For the record. They're they're a lot harder than than you think. And at first I was like, oh my God, is this like a euphemism for our relationship? Are we gonna get divorced? Like it was like very scary. I was like, this is not normal. But wait, but could yeah. it be of the like length difference between your legs? Because you're taller than Mark. No, I'm not. I look taller than Mark because I have long legs. He has a very long torso. So that's what I was going to say. Okay. So it's the leg length. That's what I think makes a big difference, right? Because I was talking to Pierre about this because like I, you know, Pierre's taller than I am, but also I think we have like same height torsos, but like his legs are longer. And so I was thinking about it in regards to logistics of the tandem bike, because this is where, of course, my fucking brain goes, where I'm like, well, I don't know logistically if it'd work out because like by the time that my legs make a full loop 
on the pedals, like your legs would still be trying to finish that loop because your legs are longer. So that's probably why the stride was struggling because each one no. of you has to be operating at a different speed. No, because the, like your pedals are connected. It's one chain, I think, right? So eventually yeah, I know, I know you just end up on the same, but like one person goes slower, one person goes faster. Faster, exactly. But then also then one person... I think it's the person with the shorter legs is most likely the one who has to put in more resistance because it's the taller person that would have to go faster. I don't know. I Whatever assure the logistics you, I assure mm-hmm. you that there's no way in yes. hell Morgan is putting in more work than Clay is in this tandem bike. <laughs> so I just, no, I think, I think a lot of it takes, I think it takes practice. It's number one, but I also just think it takes, um, I don't know. What's it? Communication. Mm. I think Mark and I have good communication, but apparently not. Um, on a bike. Mm, but also, bike. I think Got in it. general, we just have different perspectives on like motorized vehicles. That's so, true. That's yeah, no. True. Anyway, it didn't work for us. But okay. they're, they seem yeah. very fun, but I do love a bike. I love a bike ride. So I don't mind bike rides. I have like one horror story. And I think like ever since then, I've just been very hesitant to get back on a bike for long distance rides. Um, I was in Majorca with an ex at the time, or he was current boyfriend of, at that time, ex now. But um, he and I had like planned this whole like getaway to Majorca and he was like yeah let's do like a bike ride from like our part of the island all the way to the other part of the island I was like yeah this is like such a great idea and we go to this bike shop and you know I'm thinking I've got like you know I'm heavier set I've got a heavier bottom oh my Um, god I was like yeah I'm gonna need like a nice little gel cushion because you know like bottom heavy and need some of that comfort. And um, I'm thinking that that's like all I'm going to need on this bike ride. Lo and behold, it was like a 17, I think it was like 17 or 20 mile bike ride. And it's like on a slope, like on an incline, (laughs) like on an incline to get all the way to one side of the island. And then of course, like another 17 miles back. And I like, let me tell you, it's a that tour of, night, tour of France, like no fuck tour that. Tour of fucking France. I was dead. Like I couldn't like sit properly. I couldn't yeah. sleep like on my back because my ass was hurting so bad. I was in so much pain probably for a good week after that. Oh, let's say a good three days after that. Um, and ever since then, I've been like fuck bikes. I think you even saw it too. And I like decided to do like a test run on your Peloton. I was like PTSD, PTSD. Oh my God. <laughs> I hate the Peloton. I haven't been on that fucking thing in like six years. Um, well, you're no, also no, on Pilates it's great. game. Yes. I was so skinny when I was into the Peloton. I got to get back into that shit. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I love a bike ride. I think my like maximum is like seven or eight miles in a, in a day right. on a real bike, on a Peloton. That's like nothing. That's like 20-minute class. But on a real bike, like seven or eight miles round trip is literally where I draw the line. Mm, but I do, I enough. do love a bike ride. They're so nice. They're scenic. You're working out, but they're cute and they're fun. I don't know. I just love them. Fair enough, tandem fair bikes enough. I cannot do. Yeah, I haven't done one. I just saw it today and I was like, huh, that's interesting. Because I, I feel like you don't see tandem bikes other than like when you're on like a vacation spot or like more of a coastal area where like mm. bike riding is like more scenic. So to like see a tandem bike, I think where I live, which 
it's not ugly out here, but you know, it's like bigger streets. We have like highways and freeways, you know, like it's, it's not, it's not. It is a little riskier for sure. It's riskier, a hundred percent riskier. So I was like, oh, interesting. Okay. Tandem bikes. Mm -hmm. Um, anyway, on that note, I think we should get started on BBQs. (laughs) Yes. We've got a lot to cover today. Guys. Really do. Um, okay. So uh, this week. They really didn't. God damn. Mm-hmm. Um, so for those new and OGs of the podcast, this is our basic bitch quickie segment where we essentially go over top headlines of the week, uh, viral hits, TikTok trends, whatever it is that's like in the news cycle, um, and pretty much give our top of mind thoughts about them. Um, and so, you know, as we mentioned earlier, we got a shit ton that we've pulled. Um, so I'm excited to get started. Um The first one is a Beyonce album update. So first off, I want to preface that I actually listened to the album. Okay. What do you think? Um, it's, 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 it's definitely stylized. It's like ballroom. There's some like Afro beats in there. Um, it's, it's not what I'm used to. Let's just say that. I was like, okay, I mean, I can like dance to some of this, but to your point, I wish you... I really miss her range, her vocal range for sure in this album. Yeah. Um, I thought it was interesting because, you know, I was listening through the whole album and I actually liked how the songs transitioned on the album. I thought that was really cool. Um, well, cause it's I like, I feel I like not to that. <laughs> I know you didn't. I, don't um, I, I, I was, I was into that. Um, but other than that, there wasn't like a, like a major hit that I was like into out of the whole album. Like I couldn't say that there was one song that really stood out to me. Um, do I think it's her best work? No. Do I think it's good? Sure. Do I understand like the cultural relevance of the music that she chose? Sure. However, I really want to understand where this trend came from of like the electro ballroom resurgence that's all of a sudden coming out. Cause Drake's album was kind of similar too. You know, someone else mentioned that to me yesterday. Jill. Our friend Jill, she she said she was just like, you know, a lot of people were hating on Drake for a very similar album. Yeah. But I just, I don't know why it's becoming popular. Like where did, why is this trend becoming a trend in music? I I don't know the answer to that. (laughs) I I know, but Um, it's more the questions that come upon my head. (laughs) I, yeah, like, I don't know. I, I don't hate it. I just, to your point, like, I'm like, no, Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like, I don't think I'm going to go back to this album and like listen to it, you know, out of joy. No. Just, it wasn't my thing. No, no, no. I didn't love it. Um, as you know, I, I just, I just want to hear another irreplaceable. I want another to the left, to the left, and I'll, I'll be happy. Well, I went to the right, but to the left, to the left. Um, okay. <laughs> so let's, what are the updates now that you've okay, heard so it? What are update. your thoughts? Tell us what's going on in the news. Yes. Yeah, so there's a couple of things that have come out. So I'm going to talk about the first two because I think they're somewhat related. So number one okay. is um, sort of an update from last week about the Khalees thing. So Beyonce yeah. removes Milkshake from Energy after Khalees called her out for theft. Um, and then the second thing was, and this was interesting, Beyonce removes ableist slur from Heated after Backlash. So First one, I'm going to give a little bit of room to breathe. And for a reminder for our listeners, essentially, Khalees had found out that Milkshake had been sampled on Beyonce's new album, Renaissance, and she hadn't been informed about it. And so she had gone on sort of this, like, 
I think it was Instagram Live or Tiring. Instagram or TikTok rant, essentially talking about some of the petty drama in the music space with her and the producers of the song, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera how she wasn't informed and basically shitting on Beyonce for being all about women empowerment and still not coming to her to ask for the rights for the music. Um, and so with that, apparently Beyonce removed it entirely, which, okay, Beyonce. So... Apparently, though, Khalees was not a writer. Khalees did not own the rights to Milkshake. I know. So, I didn't realize that, and that's on me for not doing, you know, good enough research last week. Bitch, you don't own shit. She doesn't have to come to you. And, like, I'm so sorry, but Khalees, like, where do you come from? To just start accusing people and shit. Like, I don't know. I think she's just trying to be relevant, to be honest with you. Like, she's like a chef now. She's not even a a music artist at this point. So it's like, I think she's just trying to get her name back in in the media and like generate followers or whatever it is and just like start shit. Like, she doesn't, she doesn't doesn't rightfully have a say in who gets to sample her album. That's how I feel about it. I think that it's interesting because um, from what I understood of her rant is that this is all happening due to petty drama between her, Pharrell, and um, I think it was just her and Pharrell in particular. Um, But uh, yeah, I mean, do I think she's doing this for attention? Not really. Or maybe, potentially, maybe she got a few pointers from Kris Jenner. Who knows? Um, I just thought it was interesting um, I do think that it's interesting, though, that Beyonce actually went moved forward and removed it. That's what I thought but, was cool. Was but you know what? Intriguing. I kind of feel like that's like a Beyonce thing to do. Beyonce's like, you know what? I'm too fucking cool for this. This album sucks anyway. I'm just going to go ahead and remove this shit. Okay. So, so which that, so she can be seen of, as a classy one. Well, here's the other thing, too. Because, classy. Sorry. So here's the, here's the interesting thing, though, which is kind of ties into our second um, thing is like, I feel like given that she also made another change to the album, right? Uh-huh. It kind of goes to like somebody had asked this question kind of in the media and I've been seeing this comment kind of swirling around on socials. Does it make sense for artists to kind of go back and change their work if it offends people? And like, where do we draw that line? I think you draw the line at wherever the artist is comfortable making amendments. And I think that yeah. if you're Beyonce and you want to be seen as classy and you don't want to fucking deal with drama and you don't care about the song that much, you remove it. I think if it was like her opus and she was like, oh my God, this is the greatest hit I've ever made, she probably would have sang a different tune. Um, because at the end of the day, like Khalees had literally no, no legal stand or like to stand on. I... I think, yeah, I don't know. I think it's literally like it's completely up to the artist and I think that's kind of the beauty of it. Mm -hmm. Do I think it's like sad that there are people who feel pressured to like do shit against their will? Absolutely. But I also think like grow a set. Grow a set. But I also think Beyonce, like she can't have felt that strongly about either of these songs or or the lyrics or whatever it was that she just literally less than a week after it's been released was like, oh, JK, I'm going to change it. Like, no. So here's the, here's sort of the, the, I want us to get into the second article because um, the reason why this question kind of came up was because she also removed an ableist slur from Heated where she said spaz 
And what's interesting is a few weeks ago, Lizzo had gotten into hot water because one of her songs said also stated spaz, right? And I had no idea that this was an ableist slur at all. I also don't know if I should be saying it on the podcast, but I'm quoting it as in quoting it from the article and from the songs. Um, but apparently people were saying that it's an ableist slur because it refers to someone who is actually disabled, who has a, um, I think it's called, the term is called spastic dialgia or dialgic or something along those lines. It's a medical term. Um, and so it's referring to, to people who are disabled. And so um, Lizzo got so much backlash for it that she went in and was just like, she apologized and she actually changed the song immediately. She re-recorded a new version um, without that that term. And so it's so insane to me that Beyonce felt that, and her team felt that it was okay to have literally like three weeks after the fact or a month after the fact, um, think that it's okay to release this song that so many people were up in arms about. Yeah, I, th- I mean, I think that's just bad PR at the end of the day. I think it's just like poor management. Maybe Beyonce was like, hey, I'm Beyonce. I'm Queen B. I'm immune to these things. Well, that's what a lot of people what? thought. You know what? Beyonce yeah. was put back in her fucking place mm-hmm. by cancel culture. And mm-hmm. you know what? I don't know. Take that for what that is. But I, I don't know. I think it's... You're never going to please everybody. But again, I also think Beyonce is like very anti-drama. She's anti-conflict. Her husband literally cheated on her. We all fucking knew. She stayed quiet on it. So I think That's maybe her, her solution and her answer to the problem these days is just don't have a problem. Just deal with it. That's Remove fair. But it, if she didn't want to have do. a problem, she should have removed it from the beginning and not yeah, released it. Yeah, I mean, it. that I don't... That I'm, I, I, to your point, I'm kind of surprised. But I, I, don't, I don't doubt that Beyonce... Or someone was like, oh, she's Beyonce. No one will have a problem with it. Well, that's the thing is a lot of people were coming out and saying like, like, why would you think that it's okay? You or your team think that it's okay to release this song knowing what Lizzo had to go through and knowing the backlash of it and understanding mm-hmm. how deep-rooted of an ableist slur that it is. Um, like, did you think that you were immune to it? Which then a lot of people are now shitting on her for thinking that she's above it all. Um, so that's been interesting to see as well. I also think that that like at the end of the day, guys, like everybody thinks that they're above it all. Like I fucking think I'm above it all some days, you know what I mean? Not today, but some days. Um, I don't know. I just, I, there's people just also want to hate. We know this. So hundred percent. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, it was a dumb. Absolutely. But like, Hey, she fucking shoot, shoot your shot. Right. She, she shot her shot. She shot her shot. Like, um, which brings know. me to my next point, though, which okay, I thought is there this another was point interesting. This? Oh, there is. So shortly this. after Beyonce removed all these things, um, Monica Lewinsky came out oh, and um, basically wants Beyonce to remove that lyric about her from partition. Oh, so it's like, I'm he Monica Lewinsky doll on my gown. By the way, fucking love that song. But um, which once again, brings me to the point of like, when do we like cross that line for artists? You know? I, I again, I think that it depends on what the artist's tolerance for drama is. And I, I my inclination is mm-hmm. that Beyonce doesn't have a, a very high tolerance for drama. I think she's mm-hmm. so classy in that sense. I think Monica Lewinsky, like no offense. Yeah. 
I'm kind of like, to be honest, I'm, I'm a little too young to really remember all the details of, you know, of all she of that. She gave Clinton a BJ. Oh, like no, this. I know who she is. And I know what happened. But my point, <laughs> I mean, like the details around like, was she pressured, blah, 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 all that shit, yeah, yeah. whatever. But like, what I'm going to say is like, she's been the butt of a lot of jokes. Yeah. So if you're going to like choose this now, 30 years later, about 30 years ago, right? 25, 30 years ago. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Maybe 25. But regardless, it's just like, I don't know. I, again, I'm interested to see what Beyonce does, but I also think at the same time, like people just need to, people need to like grow a set and get over themselves a little bit. Like, hey yeah. bitch, if if you like didn't want to be the butt of someone's joke, you maybe shouldn't have gone down to the president of the United States that was married. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Is that, I also think it's kind of funny too, because like, I mean, don't get me wrong, but like if Beyonce decided to name me in one of her songs, I would be here for it. You know what I mean? Like, think of like the level of like PR that she got after that. I mean, you could say, "Oh, she was traumatized. Does she want PR?" Blah blah blah. But That's also, true. but you wrote a book. That's true. You wrote a That's fucking book true. and told your damn life story to FX. So, I personally have a problem. Like, here's the thing: I have a problem with people who are like, "I can monetize on this, but you cannot." Like, yeah, that's fair. No, that's unfortunately not the way the world works. And like, there are people in this world that manage to keep themselves. If you want to be low key, be fucking low key. Mm-hmm. But it just sounds very hypocritical to me. I don't know. I'm inclined to think she's not going to do that. She also didn't necessarily, she didn't say anything. Yeah. Like she didn't actually insult Monica Lewinsky. Although I don't know, I don't know what the legality is. Are you able to like name somebody in a song or another public? I mean, unless their name is copyrighted, I guess, or trademarked. Oh, so you're fine. That, see, that was your mistake, Monica. If you were smart. Well, I don't know. Maybe she did copyright her name. I, don't, I have no idea. That's just my assumption. Once again, I'm yeah. not a lawyer. Do not know. look at me or Alina for legal advice, y'all. Well, I mean, <laughs> Neither come to me. I feel like I give pretty sound advice, but I <laughs> <laughs> better not. Um, um, but yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, I don't know. What do you, what, um, do you agree? I mean, I just, I feel like she's just jumping on this train, this like backlash train. Right, this like tr- cancel culture train around the ableist slur, the like drama with Khalees, Um, and she's just potentially taking a you know a page out of Chris Jenner's book right now by <sighs> jumping onto this train herself. Um, but yeah, I mean, I love the song. I love that lyric. Not gonna lie. Uh, you know what it is? There's a part of me that feels for her because I, I get it. Like. She was probably, like, when her scandal went down with Bill Clinton, the world was a lot different back then. There was a lot of victim shaming, right? A lot of shaming of the woman, let's say. Like, I don't think Bill Clinton was really given as much grief as she was. Like, I wonder how much her career had been affected by this, especially in politics. Um, Like, how she was just treated in general, right? Like, you essentially got into an affair with the most powerful man in the world. Um, And you got caught. And you got caught. Yeah. Do better. I don't so, know. I'm actually thinking about this more. I'm kind of like, you know what? Maybe she's just trying to make a buck in this economy. In, the, in this economy? <laughs> in this True. economy. In this economy? Um, can't blame her for that, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to try a lot more than just suing someone <laughs> in this economy. 
<laughs> God damn. Um, okay, so this one. Um, okay, talk to me. I love Neo. Who doesn't Same. love Neo? I you love know? Neo. So Sick comes on. I'm a happy fucking camper. Oof. Yes, yes. I feel like that was like, you know, early 2000s. Like he was just coming out hit after hit. Like, oh, yes, so Neo. So good. Um, but uh, apparently Neo is not a faithful man. Um, his wife is filing for divorce. Apparently she had filed for divorce, I think, early 2020, but they reconciled. Now she's filing for divorce again, and she has come out and said that sh- he had a kid with another woman. Um, Neo, you're looking a lot like Tristan Thompson right now, sir. I know. Shades of Tristan. Like, damn. Um, I mean, I don't really know what, what there is to say about this besides... I'm, I was it's shocked. Just messy. Yeah, I, I yeah, think no, it no, is. no. I, I was, I was really shocked though. I was like, "Whoa, your lyrics! You come across as such a great guy." I he does, and, and the way he talks it. about his wife in public too, like, and the way that they come off, like mm-hmm. he, I feel like his PR team has done a really good job of putting out this image of like him being a family great man. guy, him being really a married man, a family man, um, and so I think to see this, I was really disappointed. Like, really disappointed. Yeah. I mean, I have to be honest. I feel like I haven't seen that much about them in the media. But mm-hmm. just from... I actually love Neo. Like, love him. And so, I think it's just very disappointing. Uh, but I think it's disappointing in general, right? Like, the fact that anybody would think that that's okay. And I don't yeah. understand that. Like, I genuinely don't. For me, it's like, hey, if you're not happy, let's talk about it. And either we can figure this out or we don't. And if we don't, let's go our separate ways. Why people feel like they need to just deceive and shit like that. And not just that, it. but to like, you just decided not to wear a condom. Like, it's one thing to cheat, okay? But it's another thing to father Fair. a child with another fucking woman while you're fucking married. If you're going to cheat as a married man, at least have the fucking decency of putting a goddamn rubber on. But what if he did have a condom on? It happens. Rachel Ross, hello. Emma was born. 97% effective. How much do you want to bet that it wasn't a broken condom? No, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Which we could, maybe we'll do an episode on that on safe sex. But today, yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I agree. I, I can't even imagine what that feels like, especially, you know, having such an, I don't know. I can't, I can't, I can't. I think it's awful. I feel very sorry for her, but you know what? She's about to drag his ass through the mud and he's going to get. Oh, a hundred percent. I hope she gets, find some solace and making sure the world knows what kind of a man he really is, which is so sad because I love him. I just, I still have such a lot of rage about this. Like, so much rage. Like... I don't have that much rage about it. No, I just have rage about the concept of, like, men who decide to cheat, but then don't even have the common decency or respect for their significant other to be like, I'm at least going to try to, like, hide this because I know that it's going to hurt you, you know? We're looking at you, Tristan. We're looking at you. We all know how I feel about Tristan. Like... (laughs) I think everyone feels that way about Tristan, except Chloe, apparently, but, you know... (laughs) But for reals, but like, that's the thing is it's like, I don't condone cheating, cheating at all. But like, I just, for me, I'm thinking like if I were a dude and I was going to cheat on my significant other that I cared about and loved, which by the way, I would never even get to that point. First off, that if I was, I would still be doing my utmost to like protect her from ever finding out. You know what I mean? And then for you you 
to most likely have had sex with unprotected sex with a woman and then like having the chance of getting her pregnant. Like you clearly just did not care about your wife. And I feel like, okay, yes, I I agree with everything you're saying, but I also think after like, let's say it's, how old is the kid? Did they say? Uh, No, uh, not from what I remember. Let's assume the baby's young. After four, five, six, seven years of this, you're gonna you're gonna start to get cocky. You're gonna start to be like, oh well, I got away with it for the last eight years or seven years or six years, whatever it was. I just don't need to wear a rubber, right? The one time that you don't, you do it. Yeah, you you get pregnant. Why get married then? Just like don't fucking do it. I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. That's the other thing that just irritates the shit out of me. Like, why do you feel the need to get married and to like, like set someone up like that in life thinking that you're their life partner when in actuality you just want to hoe out? That doesn't make any sense. I mean, we can have a whole other episode on that. (laughs) Maybe we should, but for today, Neo, you're a fucking (sighs) dirtbag. Want to hear, here's the thing, he's not denying it. So good for him for not trying to deny it. Yeah, at least he's admitting it, but still, just upsetting. I will never Don't worry. listen. I'll spit. I'll spit on him when I see him in Studio City. He apparently <laughs> lives right over here. Were, were you going to say you're not going to listen to his music anymore? Stop it. Well, like every time I'm going to hear his song Stop now, I'm just, I'm just going to be like disappointed because, oh like, my god, there are times where you know I feel like it, in particular when it comes to like fidelity and stuff like that. Maybe I'm just more sensitive to it, but. Um, I just, I'm now going to have like a stain of knowing his infidelity and it just, it won't be the same. Okay. It won't hit the same. But it won't hit just, the same. Can I say something about this? Like people who are like, oh, I'm going to boycott X, Y, Z. I'm not boycotting I'm it. I'm just saying okay. if I hear it, if okay. I hear it, it's not going to hit the same way, you know? Really? Yeah. It's I'm not. just not that deep of a person. I'm just a surface level bitch. But no, but to go back to my point, right? Like for me, I'm like, Oh my God, you think that you not giving them one Spotify stream per day is really going to impact anything in their lives? Like, I like, no, fuck no. Okay. But I just want to be very clear. Like, that annoys me where I'm just like, hey, guys, guess what? They're going to continue on with their lives and you're the only one that yeah. suffers in this equation. If you are so offended that it bothers you, like, okay, fine, I guess. But like, people who think that that's actually going to do anything and evoke any kind of change in that person, like, yeah. Think about that. Just, just think about that. They didn't know you. Yeah, before I mean, I just think about. I just think about um, one of the more extreme cases, or most recent extreme cases, was around Joe Rogan and Spotify. When people are like, "Oh, I'm canceling my Spotify membership," and then a whole bunch of other people. Um, I think was it India Re? I can't remember. Like a whole bunch of musicians were like, "I'm going to remove my music from the platform." Oh as a way yeah, to yeah. Protest, but then literally Joe Rogan is still making bank. Spotify still has, and Spotify is still making bank. Like, I just want to preface that. And then the people who were supportive of freedom of speech were just like, oh, I'm now going to go and like support Spotify because I believe in freedom of speech or whatever it was. And I, um, I thought that was a really interesting case of people trying, thinking that, uh, you know, they could just like not listen to people, but when in actuality, like, let's be real, they're still going to go on with their lives, still make the millions that they're making, et cetera, et cetera. God, I hope I hope we make it to the point where we can be canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, considering the level of haters that we see in our comments, um, I could see it happening. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Well, on that note, what's next? <laughs> on that note, uh, okay. So now we have our our favorite segment of the day, um, our Kardashian family update. 
Um, and there are two updates here. Well, actually three now. One is Kylie Jenner fires back after unsanitary lab photos. I don't know if you saw this. I did. Um, the second one is, uh, well, this is an old article that I picked out, but I think it's it's pretty much official now that Keat is over after nine months. Kim Kardashian, Pete Davidson. Um, and then the last one is apparently Tristan and Chloe have welcomed their second child into the world. <sighs> I saw a meme today and it was like Chris Jenner um after hard. after <laughs> Chloe Chloe announces the birth of her second child with Tristan after on the same day that Kim breaks up with Pete or whatever it was and it was just like you know a picture mm-hmm. of like Chris like chilling with her martini glass or whatever it was um god the woman works hard but I where do we start? Okay, first of all, Kylie. Let's start. With, I just yeah, let's start with Kylie. We start with Kylie. Let's give context. Let's start with Kylie and let's give a little context. I think it's important. So for for context, there was a I don't think he was a cosmetologist, but he's some sort of scientist, like a makeup scientist, and he saw oh, yeah. some photos that Kylie Jenner had posted of her, you know, with her hair out and you know touching makeup ingredients with her hands, um, messing in a lab where apparently her makeup is being made and he basically went off saying like that's extremely unsanitary to like have her you know with her hair out and touching this stuff in a lab where her makeup is essentially being created um and Kylie then came out and was just like I would never put my customers at risk and she basically said that this was a lab that was set up to take fucking content in which Bitch, how much money do you fucking have that like you can easily magically create sort of a somewhat like authentic lab recreation with like all of these types of ingredients and like equipment just to take photos for content? What? Well, I mean, we know the answer to that is... I I know. It just, it drives me up the fucking wall, this family. So I, I, I was just going to say that, like, I just feel like Chris needs to get her kids in check because I actually feel like, I just feel like they're digging themselves deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And, you know, again, to, in the, in this economy, to be telling people that you straight up are like duping them into thinking, oh, that she's a hard worker and she's, you know, in the lab working on shit or whatever. And she's like, no, that's just my lab for content creation. Like, I don't know. I just, I just feel like that to me, like my reaction was, oh, so once again, you're a fake piece of shit. You don't actually work on, you know, your, your products or any of the above. Like you probably just buy them off of ColourPop, but you know, I didn't say that. Um, I don't know. I just, I just feel like she, I think Kylie specifically more than any of them, well, I, I, more than any of them, I think is just so fucking out of touch with reality. I think she has been for a long time, right? She was the first one that I think really dramatically changed her face and her body. Mm-hmm. I think that she is the first one that's been kind of like publicly, uh, like just the way she spends money, like for someone her age, just her behavior, I think is just very immature. And, you know, she was also the baby too. So imagine exactly. growing up in a family where they were already really rich at that point. Yeah. Like at least the others in the family were at an age where they like... They had like $5 million. <laughs> exa- well, yeah. I mean, yes, their dad was they a lawyer. 
they were comfortable, but it wasn't exorbitant amounts of wealth. You know what yeah. I mean? So like they, we've kind of seen their evolution and they can at least like look back and remember like how their life was, even though it wasn't down in the dumps or anywhere like, you know, where yeah. you actually had to claw into where they were at. But at least there was some form of, form of normalcy. But I think for her, she never really had that. Yeah, I think she was like seven or something like that when they first started on the air. But yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I think she's a monster and I think that she needs to be reined in. And I just feel like people are going to be, I don't know, maybe not. I Because I do know a lot of people that still love the Kardashians, but I personally feel like they are, they're out of control. And I think they're so out of touch with reality. And once again, Kylie like is in the media for doing stupid shit and just... I don't know. I, I, I'm tired of her. Like, I'm so tired of her being like, oh, this is just for me to play around and to make content. Like, yeah, that's literally your life. Your life is fake. Your life is your fraud in my eyes. And I hope that people start to see that. Fraud. But, um, okay. So other than Kylie's hot mess of fucking lab, um, it's come out that Kim and Pete have officially broken up, but beforehand, uh, a lot of fans were poking and prodding and deep diving into some clues where they essentially think that, or they knew in advance of sort of it being officially called out, yeah, uh, that they were broke, bro- broken up. Um, apparently, Pete was at some like cast party for his new movie, Body Bodies, 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 um, and he was looking real single. According to fans, the way that he was acting was acting mm-hmm. real single. And apparently Kim was like, you know, apparently writing some comments, I think, on her Instagram story, insinuating to the breakup. Um, and so a lot of people had been calling out in advance. But I think what's also interesting is part of this rumor mill is also saying that she may be getting back with Kanye, Kanye. which brings me to my point that I think Kris Jenner has been working real hard and all of this was a PR scam to begin with. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, did we, I think that they definitely had sex. I'm sure that it was fucking great. But at the end of the day, like, did you actually think that they liked each other? Did you actually think that like, that Kim Kardashian was going to end up with Pete Davidson? Did you actually think that Ariana Grande was going to end up with Pete Davidson? Like point blank. So I don't think anyone is surprised by this. I don't think anybody thought that they were ever going to end up together because we all knew and we called this out before that essentially he was a um, a rebound. rebound. We knew this. He was the funny, easy guy, the young guy who wouldn't make her life difficult that like kept it fun and light. You know what I mean? And like Kim's in her forties, you know, she's probably really horny right now because we talked about this in our previous episode where like, you know, women in that age group or like their sex, their sex drive is at its peak, you know, and he's in his twenties as we both know, which pisses me off every single time we mention it, that Pete fucking Davidson is younger than me. I still can't wrap my head around it. Um, and he's in his sexual prime. So you know what? Good for her. She got some good dick. Am I sad that they broke up? Not really. Um, I don't think anyone's sad. I don't think anyone's sad about it. Um, I think they, you know, they're both living their lives the way that they want to live it. Um, I am a little concerned about Pete though at this point, and I'll tell you why. I think it's really interesting that he has essentially dated some really hot women, some really like out there women in this industry, and uh, they're short lived, real short lived. At some point, oh, when yeah. does it become a red flag? At well, what point? remember, remember when they first started dating, and we talked. I think we literally like went through. He dated um, 
Ariana Grande, they were engaged after like five months and then he yeah. dated like he Kate date Kaya Gerber. Kaya Gerber. And yeah, it's just like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I kind of feel like Pete Davidson maybe is just like not as serious as we all think he is about these relationships. Or I also feel like he maybe out. uses them as stepping stones, right? I was going to say, hear me out. What if this is all part of like some like Hollywood thing? Because remember, we talked about this before where um, apparently, what's her name? Oh my God, I'm blanking out on her name. The one who does the really, Julia, no, Julia Fox. Is that her name? Oh yeah. Julia, Julia Fox. Yes. Um, how her and Pete Davidson had done a photo shoot together as Barbie and Ken. I think I told you mm-hmm. this. And mm-hmm. it was really, really strange. And people were pointing it out like, oh, these two have worked together before. And it's really interesting because there were like a lot of blinds out there saying anonymously that um, Julia Fox had essentially like signed up as part of an agreement to date Kanye, Kanye right? as like yeah. a stepping stone, a stepping stone in her career. I wonder well, if that the same backfired thing on is, her for the record. It really did. Um, but also I think it's interesting that like, I wonder if that's the case with Pete too. Right, because every time he's dated one of these famous women, it's been sort of another stepping stone. And I think with him and Kim dating, he now has he's leaving SNL, which used to be his bread and butter, and has gotten like other projects since then. Oh yeah, I mean, I definitely think that she obviously hooked it up. Hundred um, percent. I just I, I wonder if he's part of this like Hollywood. I mean, I'm going to call this my own conspiracy theory, but like there are people who will anonymously say that this is like a common thing where like people will date people based off like PR. I don't doubt that for a second. Yeah. I don't doubt that for a second. I think, I mean, I'm actually, I'm actually reading a book right now. It's called The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. And it's about like a, a star. She was like a starlet in yeah. the fifties and sixties. And she, um, Again, like in the book that, you know, they talk about how they like arrange for a date for her and someone just like get her in the media and stuff like that. I wouldn't doubt that. Um, it never made sense. It just never made sense. Yeah. I I don't I don't doubt that. I, I, I think that he has probably gotten to the level of celebrity that he wants now, right? Like Ariana Grande, super fucking famous, but I feel like in a more juvenile um, demographic. Yeah. Then he dated a bunch of like other people to kind of keep him out there. He did the whole like cougar thing with Kate Beckinsale, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, Kim Kardashian, man, you you walk her down a cup, what, two or three red carpets? Mm-hmm. Bro, now suddenly we've all seen you in a suit. We've seen you with a spray tan. Mm-hmm. You're on the Kardashians? Yeah, you're set. set. I think he's less smarter than we all think he is. Oh, 100%. Because he acts like a 100%. moron. 100%. I don't know. But I, the other thing, though, to note, too, is, like, he literally, I mean, I don't know if, it, like, let's say he falls in love later on in life. Like, I don't know if he'd be able to, like, get that. I'm just speaking from my own experience and how I would feel. You have gotten every woman that you've ever dated, like, their name tattooed on your body. And on top of that, you got yourself branded by another woman. And you had her kids on your butt. Like, That's so stupid. How could I ever take you seriously after that? You know what I mean? I think he'll be fine. Like I'm just saying, the dude is red flags. Just red I, flags I mean, oh yeah, he is for sure. But did anybody see the King of Staten Island? If that wasn't a red flag for Pete Davidson, I don't know what else was. So Damn. he'll be fine. He will but, be. But okay. still, just interesting. Okay, so lastly, Chloe and Tristan, baby, congrats. Congrats. To her, like she now has the baby that she wanted, right? 
Nope. I don't give her congrats. Oh, that's I mean, mean, I pray to God the baby's okay. I pray that the but baby's like, healthy. But congratulations to her. She wanted no. another baby. You know she wants a big family. So congratulations to her. Sure. I will also say, though, you know, I hate the situation she's in. I can understand why you don't want to give congrats because of the situation that she's in, because it probably feels really shitty. Yeah, I mean, fine. Congratulations on the baby, but hey. I love that you begrudgingly are saying it. But no, or but like, okay, cool. Also, like, sorry that you have to deal with this piece of shit in your life. Like, for real, for real, forever. Like, I mean, he was in her life forever anyway. And again, you know, she said he's a good father, blah, blah, blah. But like, also, you think that this kid's never going to find out that he was conceived and then a month later his mom found out that his dad... Secretly fathered a baby. You but know what like, I'm saying? Like we all know he was a piece of shit though. Like this kid would have still found out that their father was a piece of shit, even fine. without fair, him fair. fathering another child with another woman while they were together. <laughs> like his there has been plenty of <sighs> so evidence sad. prior to this. <laughs> so like she still would have battled that no matter what. But yes, yeah. I, I do understand what you're saying. It would have been like another <sighs> another notch against him. <laughs> but trust me, I, there was plenty before that. <laughs> And just, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. I mean, he, yeah, he, he this is on his first indiscretion. Um, I'm interested to know the baby's name. So it's a boy for yes. our listeners who maybe live under a rock. He, um, yeah, so Chloe and Tristan welcome their baby via surrogate. It was at some point this week. They dropped the news shortly after they dropped the news that uh, Skeet Chris, broke up. Jenna, yeah, right. Oh, my God. Hard. Mm, 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 I'm kind of surprised mm. though. Like, do you think that they maybe it really was legit, and that's why she wanted to like kind of cover up the story with Kim, with Chloe's break um, um, news? Because I don't know. I kind of feel like the the standard Chris model would have been to like release it on succeeding days or something like that, so that like they both got their moment in the sun. Yeah, no, I think that this was meant to be. Oh, it was like de- I mean, it was, it was choreographed, right? Nothing is ever fucking coincidence in, in their lives. But yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think, look, I think I'm happy for her that she gets the baby that she wanted. I hope to God that this poor kid isn't, he's going to be fucked up either way. But like, I hope to God they have the best, I'll give you Debbie's number, that you have the best of the best um, in regards to therapy because the child will need a lot of it. I hope <laughs> that, What? No, I mean, I'm just laughing because it's facts. You know, I'm, I mean? I'm, like, I'm just interested to say, like, how many more babies are they going to try to have together? Like, is this it? Is she going to try to have a baby? With I would hope guy? none. Like, just be done with this fucking man. Like, he is a piece of shit. He should not but be he's rewarded. Already in her life. Yeah, I know he's already in her life, but like, he should not continuously be rewarded with like beautiful blessings of children when you clearly don't respect this woman, don't care about this woman. Like, your genes should no longer be mixing with her genes to produce any offspring. Like, go and fuck whatever you want away from this from this group. Sorry, so you know how much I feel about this dude. I just, I want him to just like, I want to Thanos him. Like, just snap and he's gone. <laughs> I just can't. So I, I think he's an absolute asshole, but I also think at a certain point, like we have to, we have to hold Chloe accountable for a hundred percent, a hundred percent stuff too, right? Like, 100%. yeah, he's a dick, he's a douchebag, but like, hey, she, she keeps on fucking taking him back. So I don't know. I'm a very firm believer in once a cheater, always a cheater. I have a lot yeah. of feelings about that. I'm not, knock on wood, to my knowledge, I've never been cheated on. I also never really dated anyone, but. Before Mark, but 
Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I, I think like she wanted, and I think a lot, there's obviously trauma and shit like this. She probably needs a therapist, but I feel like she wanted someone so bad. She wanted a family that she was willing to kind of turn a blind eye to it. It's just unfortunate for her that she's so public that she can't get away from it. But the baby, we we don't have the baby's name yet, right? Yeah. What do we think it is? Well, her first one is true. What if it's like Thor? Stop. No. Um, What if it's... I feel like she would go with like Honest, which his father was not. Like she named her first child True because... (laughs) We're, we're we're trying to instill truth in our marriage or like in our relationship true. and in this child. <laughs> Maybe no, I think it's a T though because true Tristan. I have a feeling that it's a T. Really, T- I don't know. Thor. I'm gonna go with Thor. I think that's my guess. That is Trevor. A terrible no, guess. that's too normal. No, it's too normal. Wait, her She's sister named her fucking kid Wolf. Yeah, don't but forget. then she retracted it. Yeah, and we it don't was know fucking what her- stupid. I hate Kylie. <laughs> I really hate Kylie so much. Um, <laughs> Yuki. I think it's Thor. I think it's Thor. I don't know. I That's think an that awful we should- name, Alina. That is just terrible fucking name. Terrible. Is Chicago is North good? Like, what do you mean? Yeah, but like, if you're gonna go with True, you're not gonna name your second child Thor. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Maybe I have an insider scoop. I don't know. Lies. Lies. <laughs> okay, I'll let you have this one. Oh, my God. What if it ends up being Thor? Oh, my God. I will never hear the end of it from you. Jesus Christ. I don't know. I think that we should definitely do a poll to find out what people think it is because I think it's a T name for sure. Okay. Okay. I'll give you I that. I don't think it's Trevor. I don't know. There's a part of me that feels like if she's if she went with true, right? Like, I, I feel like it, she would probably play on that theme continuously. But who knows? I have no idea. That would be who weird. knows. I mean, the there's Kardashian no family truth, honesty in that life. So, <laughs> on that note, we're going to go on to our last article of the oh, day. Okay, there's another one. What else are we talking about? I thought we were done. There is Dane Cook. You know who Dane oh. Cook is, right? Yeah. Comedian. He was like really popular way back when. When I was um, in college. He had, yes. He got engaged to his girlfriend, Kelsey Taylor. Um, and we have found out that apparently he started dating her when she was a teenager. She was 18. And he, okay, I want to just preface that he's 50. And she's like, what, 23? 20, 20, so. Yeah. First of all, I think, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Like, do I think that's fucking weird? Absolutely. Do I think it's disgusting? Probably. Yeah. Well, yes, I do. But like, she was legal when they came out. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, I, my whole thought process about this, and I could be very wrong, but this is out of my own experience and understanding, um, is that... Typically, older men will go after younger women because they can shape them and mold them into what they want, right? Can you remember? Do you remember how impressionable you were at 18? Right? How, like, naive you were in regards to, like, the formalities of the the world, the way the world Fair. Okay, fair. 
You know what I mean? And so to hear that there's like such a massive age gap between I think it's creepy and, as fuck. Can you imagine that old yeah. dick when you're 18? That's disgusting. I just, Ugh. I can't. She is 23. And here's the thing. We both got married pretty young, right? Um, but like also we were also closer in age to our significant others. You know what I mean? Um, she's getting married young, but she's also only known him since she was 18. A, I don't think, I hate to say it, I want everyone to be happy in life, of course, but A, I don't think this marriage is going to last very long. Sure it won't. Just being honest. Um, And B, I think she's probably going to get like really sick of old dick and be like, I want to explore my options out there. I'm sure she will. No, to your point, I I, look, I, I feel like it's probably a less conscious effort to find a woman who is impressionable and moldable. I think that there's definitely validity to that, but I feel like it's not like you're like, ooh, let me mold her. I think I think that it's just like, you know, if you're a rich guy and, you know, there is a younger girl that's interested in you, like, why the fuck wouldn't you consider it, right? Like, I, I'm not saying it's not creepy. I want to be very clear. Not saying it's not creepy. Not saying it's not weird. Not saying it's not gross. Not saying I would want to deal with old dick. What I'm mm-hmm. saying is that, if you're given the option and someone is even remotely interested in you, like you're going to go for the, what the fucking 45 year old vagina. Or you're going to go for the 18 year old vagina. No. So you're like, talking honestly, about like physically, physically. Yeah. I just feel like it's like, yeah. Like if, if the opportunity presents itself to you and a lot, and sadly, I think there are a lot of girls out there that are like, Ooh, old guy, he's rich. He'll take care of me, blah, blah, blah. Because what are the fucking guys that are even yeah. 25 when you're 18 doing? I assure you they're not taking care of you in most cases. So I think a lot, like, you know, when I was younger, when I was 18, I was like, oh, I want to find an older guy that's going to buy my drinks. I didn't do that till I was 21, mom. Um, I, you know, but I, you know, like, what I'm saying, like, I, I want to find a guy who's going to be able to like pay for my cab home or whatever it is. I, I, I didn't, you know, I, I have not hooked up with someone older than me like that, but I, I, I just feel like I get it. I understand the the interest on her part. I also understand the interest on his part. Do I think it's disgusting? Absolutely. But like, is it surprising to me? No. Is I guess what I'm saying. There was a 20-year age difference between my dad and my mom. And um, it was quite obvious to me growing up that like the reason he picked my mom and the reason why they had issues later on in their marriage Mm -hmm. was because my mom, you know, kind of came into herself, you know, started becoming a lot more hard headed. Um, and he didn't like that. You know what I mean? And so for me, I just, based on what I've seen in life, and this is like across my family, because this has happened quite a few times, not just with my parents, but with others. Um, it's just, it, it, this just doesn't sit well with me. Do I think that they could really be in love with such a massive age gap? Sure. Um, maybe. I don't know. They're, never say never. Never say never. But at the same time, like, if we're talking statistically here, I I think it's creepy. I no, think listen, it's, I, it's old dude creepy. who wants someone who can, you know, mold them into what he wants and is easier to 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 deal with. Someone who isn't, like, high maintenance or someone who knows themselves, Right. I definitely think it's creepy and I'm sure again that there's some sort of like subconscious level of that but I don't necessarily know that like older men or men are like ooh let me go and mold her I think Girl, it's I, I think no, it's more no, like no, a, no. I think it's a matter of convenience but Maddie Girl. like your, your dad wasn't a celebrity Girl. right Girl huh your dad wasn't a celebrity I'm saying 
I had, oh, no. Your dad was not. <laughs> but should you no. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I just think, like, in this particular situation, I think it's like convenience, it's an option. Like, okay. I think that the the psychology is there. I just don't think that Girl. it's as, like, forefront. Girl, let me tell you right now, there is this thing happening on TikTok where this man by the name of Andrew Tate, who is the most like misogynistic piece of shit I've ever seen in my entire life, who is now going on every fucking podcast. He even went on um, Dave Portnoy's podcast recently. Um, And he is saying some wild shit and he is like teaching a school called the Hustlers Club or whatever it's fucking called or Hustlers University where he basically is teaching men how to get younger women. And he has blatantly like flat out said that like who wants an older woman who's like experienced the world, why not get them fresh and naive? So it's even happening at like our age group and he's teaching this like mindset to other men within our age group. Don't get me wrong. Like I I think it is a very valid thing that like people are actually like consciously thinking of. Maybe, but I also feel like as a celebrity that has the access to old, young, similar, it's different, right? I feel like there there are like average Joes that have to seek that out. Yeah. And I'm sure there are like, you know, there are going to be those rich older guys or whatever it is that are like, hey, I have money, I have power, let me go and leverage that against younger girls. But I also think like in the world of celebrity, I think it's also just like a natural, it's more accessible in general to people. That's fair. So I'm not saying it's not weird. I'm not saying it's not gross. I don't think he's attractive in the slightest bit and she's a very pretty girl. Like... Don't think that that's a coincidence, right? Um, I don't think it's. I don't think it's coincidence that she's beautiful. Can probably have a lot of very attractive, successful men, and yet she went for the fifty-year-old comedian that's kind of washed yes. up and not attractive. That's what I'm saying. Um, but I do. I do. I guess in general, I think that it's just it's more accessible, and therefore it's more accepted, and therefore it's more normal in that yes. world than we can even understand. Oh sure, I agree. I can agree. That's with that. what I mean. But fair enough. Oh no, um, man. Yeah, it's a weird one. I saw that and I was like, A, where the fuck has Dane Cook even fucking been? I know. And I B, didn't know he was rich. Yeah. At first I was like, I was like, oh, it, well, he had like this whole thing where his brother stole like millions from him. Did you hear about this? And his brother's now in jail. No. Maybe he got released. I don't know. But his uh, apparently, like, I guess Dane Cook at some point got canceled. I don't really fucking know. Um, and then his brother stole like tens of millions of dollars from him. He was like his manager or was like managing the finances and he trusted his brother. His brother did not did him dirty. Um, and then he took his brother, like had a lawsuit against him. His brother's actually in fucking jail. Um, wow. And now uh, all of a sudden he's having some kind of like weird resurgence. And I was like, you haven't had a comedy special in how many years? This is strange. Um, but when I saw that he was, you know, he was getting married or, you know, he got engaged. I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then when I saw the age difference, I was like, oh, no, that's that's real interesting. Like that was like my thought process throughout all of that. <laughs> Again, anyway. I, I get it. But I, I think it's just if you have the option. Why not? Like, I'm not surprised why he would be interested in someone younger. I think it's weird, but maybe he doesn't. I don't know. I just think about it, like, reverse for us as women, like, having some, like, a younger dude. Like, I would be annoyed all the fucking time. I mean. Like, I'd be so annoyed. 
That's interesting that it works for men, but not the other way around. But anyway, I digress. We digress. Um, Then anyway, I think that we need to wrap it up for the day. I know. We had lots to talk about. What can I I say, y'all? There was so much shit. Kardashians were keeping us on our toes this week. Seriously. I mean, the double works hard, but Kris Jenner works fucking harder. Damn. That woman. That's amazing. I aspire to be her. One day, one day. She has a master class now. Did you see that? I'm going to watch it and I'll I'll keep you updated on it. Keep me updated. I didn't see that. I need to know. Yes. I'll tell you all about it. Anyway, with that, we'll see you on Wednesday. See you Wednesday. So there you have it. Thank you so much for joining us again on The Basic in the Brain. Be sure to join us next week for our next spin on intellectualizing our basic bitch interests. Be sure to join us and don't forget to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Tweet us at Basic and Brain and follow us at The Basic and the Brain on Instagram. Give us feedback. Tell us what you love, what you don't love. Tell us what topics you'd like for us to cover. And we'll talk to you all later. 